If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 30 of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Before getting into the episode, I wanted to remind you that I just launched four new mini courses for Breakup Bestie. And what these four mini courses were designed for was to provide a super individualized solution to whatever phase of a breakup you're in or whatever phase you might be stuck on. Say you just went through a breakup, like just got broken up with, and you don't even know where to start feeling better, your healing process, or maybe you're just struggling with not contacting or not obsessing over your ex. Maybe some time has passed, but you still haven't been able to let go of your ex. Or maybe you're ready to move on into dating, but you're too scared or too scarred to start dating again. If you identify with any of these, there is a course for you to feel better and happier again. And I will give you a little bit more info in the episode. So speaking of feeling better and happier again, today I'm going to talk about forgiveness because whether we like it or not, there is a huge connection between being able to let go of your ex and move on and forgiveness. And I'm just not one of those people who believes that we should go on after a breakup hating our ex. Even on my Instagram page, I have been very conscientious to never become a bash your ex on this page kind of account. It's very important to me because I don't believe we should, you know, once we are able to let go of a relationship, we shouldn't, you know, continue trashing them or bashing them, talking poorly about them. Sure, there is a time and a place for that, especially when we're in the anger phase of a breakup. But I believe that to truly move on, there needs to be forgiveness in place. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And we need to forgive exes for a wide variety of reasons. It can be something super traumatic, like maybe your ex cheated on you or did something truly horrible, like was abusive in any way or any of those things. But sometimes we also just need to forgive our ex for falling out of love with us or not being able to emotionally commit. 
them not being emotionally available, them breaking up with us without giving us a reason why. There are so many different reasons that elicit a forgiveness. So no matter what you feel like you have to forgive your ex about, the tips I'm going to share today are going to be universal. Depend, No matter how big or small the thing that your ex did to you, we're going to talk about forgiving it. So the first thing I want to talk about is the power of forgiveness and why it is so important. To use a very cliche phrase, when we are hanging on to anger or resentment against a particular person, there's that saying that resentment is like drinking poison and waiting for someone else to die. When we are living in anger and resentment, all it's doing is hurting us. That's the only thing it's doing. And I like to think about resentment as being power. It's this like it's this energy that we have and that energy connects us to the person that we're angry at. It's this thing that's keeping us connected. It's this thing that's causing your ex or the person you're mad at to take up real estate in your head. And if you think about this when we're going through a breakup, the whole goal of a breakup is we are trying to cut ties. We are trying to not obsess about that person. And we're trying to learn how to live our lives happily without the person. So if you have this energetic tie of resentment to your ex, that's not really serving its purpose. And if we're trying not to think about our ex, but we have this very intense anger towards them again not serving its purpose so i don't so think about it this way think about someone in your life that you're really mad at you probably think about them quite often you know and when you do think about them the thoughts are really intense you have all these feelings come up and then think about someone who you don't really have any feelings of anger towards sure you might think about them when something pops up but it's like this it's going to be this like really quick passing thought like oh yeah that happened one time and then it goes away so you're not going to have that like intense emotional reaction thinking about someone that you're not still upset with so just think about it that way this is just going to be for you to be able to successfully let go of your ex and that brings me to the first point of this this is for you this is not for them it's not for the other person. You're not forgiving them for your for their sake. You're forgiving them for you. You need to ask yourself, how free do you want to feel from this person? If you're healing through a breakup, my guess is you would love to be free from those intense feelings about them, hopefully. I'm sure there are some of you that would love to have your ex back, but we're going to sidestep that. So this is going to be for you, not for them. Sometimes we feel like we're letting something slide when we're go like when we forgive someone, we feel like by doing it we're saying, "Oh, it's okay. Like it doesn't matter that you hurt me and I'm just going to let it go." That's actually not what it's about. And I love the saying that forgiving does not mean approving. Just because you forgive and accept something for happening, it doesn't mean that you're condoning it. It just means that you don't want to have to live with that anger and those intense feelings about the person anymore. And if you think about it this way, by you staying upset with the person, it's not necessarily going to make them do any ch- like make any changes. All it's going to do is negatively impact you. 
So when you are beginning this phase of being able to forgive someone, just remember that it doesn't mean that you are contributing to their poor behavior. It doesn't mean that you are saying, oh, it's all good. I don't care. You're saying this hurt me and I'm choosing to forgive you so I can have the freedom to move on. I think another misconception that we have about forgiveness, which is absolutely one that I had, is I grew up and spent most of my life being a total doormat. I would let people walk all over me. I never knew how to stand up for myself. I wasn't good at having tough conversations where I had to say that I was upset. So I basically just allowed people to do whatever. When I finally was able to decide I didn't want to be like that anymore and I started being able to use my voice, I had this misconception that if I forgave someone, it meant that I was just letting them walk all over me. And I thought that it made me weak. I thought it made me a doormat, that it made me weak. But what I finally learned was by being able to forgive someone for something that they did to me, it actually made me very strong. It made me you know, be able to take that high road and not stoop down to the level of staying in that anger and frustration for long periods of time. So I want you to shift your perspective. If you're one of those people that thinks forgiving someone makes you weak, um, that's just not the case. It makes you incredibly strong. If you look at anyone that we see on TV shows or on the news for someone that, like for me, I watch a lot of Dateline. And you hear on the show that, you know, someone had a family member close to them murdered and they are able to forgive the killer. I don't think any of us look at that person and think, oh, my gosh, they're so weak. You think, oh, my gosh, that takes so much power, so much strength, and it makes them look like such a courageous person. So, hate to bring murder into this episode, but I think that's a good way to think about it if you feel like forgiving makes you weak. Another thing I like to keep in mind before moving into the actual process of forgiving someone is something that I grew up always hearing my dad say, and that is he would always tell me if I was upset that people are just doing what makes sense to them at the time. And this is by no means meant to condone bad behavior like cheating or things like that. However, it is a reminder that when someone does something that hurts us, most of the time, and I would even say a majority of the time, they're not in- they were not intentionally doing it to hurt you. We tend to very much over-personalize people's actions and think that, you know, when they said that they couldn't commit to us, that they're intentionally trying to hurt us. Or, you know, when someone cheated, that they were intentionally doing it to say, like, screw you, you know, I want to hurt you. And yes, of course, those actions are going to bring hurt. But sometimes when we can take the fact out of the way that it was it was done meaning to really, really hurt us, it will make the forgiveness process a lot easier. So I'll share a story with probably one of the toughest forg- like forgiveness I've ever had to give to someone. But 
you know, I've shared about it here on the podcast quite a bit, but I was in that really abusive relationship for three years and the man stole money from me. He hurt me physically. He absolutely ripped my self-esteem to shreds with the emotional abuse that he did to me. And after I walked away from that relationship, I was steaming with resentment for a very long time. Years. It took me years before I was able to forgive him. I would hear his name on a TV show, you know, on the radio and like have a visceral reaction where I would get hot and full of that rage again and be reminded of all the things that he did to hurt me. So finally, what made what finally allowed me to forgive this person was I was reading one of my daily reflection books and it was talking about this concept that people are just doing what makes sense to them. And at that moment, I was able to see that he was a very sick man. He clearly suffered from very low self-esteem. He had a lot, a lot of underlying issues, clearly. And I finally realized that he didn't get into the relationship thinking, I can't wait to screw up Kendra's life and make her miserable. I just realized that unfortunately, I was brought together and I was uh, because of my own issues, I was attracted to this person that really was abusive, but he wasn't doing it just because of who I was. He was doing it because that's the only way that he knew how to be in a relationship. And I was finally able to forgive him at that moment and have the weight of the world lifted off of me because I could finally look at that relationship with still a lot of pain and scars, but I didn't have that spiteful, hateful feeling towards this person. Okay, so now let's get into what it looks like to actually forgive someone. So I believe that we can't really forgive someone when we're when we're not 100% sure what we're upset about. So my first recommendation would be to get all the anger out. Not on the person, not on anyone else. Just write it down in a journal. Write down all of the reasons you're still so upset, all of the grudges that you're holding towards that person, everything that has made you mad, resentful, all of those things. Make sure you get it all out. Write down what feelings did those bring up? What did it affect in you? What lasting impact has that had on you. But I think it's really important that we first like let it all come out because it's a lot easier to forgive when we're able to like look at it in black and white and say, okay, this is what I need to forgive for. Not to mention writing all of your resentments down on paper is a great way to take some of the power out of it. So even just the act of writing it all out and expressing it all that way, it'll make it feel a lot lighter and the forgiveness process will feel a lot easier when it's not weighing so heavily. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. 
Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. So now that you have a little bit of a different perspective on forgiveness, and you've been able to write out and express all of the reasons that you are angry at this person, it's time to actually work through the forgiveness part. The best way I can recommend you to do this is going to be to write a letter to your ex. I will say this once, twice, and three times, but this is not a letter, not a letter that you are going to deliver or send to your ex. Again, this is just going to be for you. So what I would recommend is just starting a letter. And because this isn't for anyone else, you can do this, you know, in whatever format you want to. And another thing to remember is when you begin writing this letter of forgiveness, it's 100% okay to forgive in stages. I think a lot of us have this all or nothing attitude. We either hate them or we've completely let it go. There's a lot of steps in between those two things. And I would so much rather you start the process even in the tiniest little bit Like the tiniest little thing you have to forgive, start with that. And then as time goes on, you can continue to add to that letter and rewrite it or, you know, rip it up and then start all over again. But I would really recommend that in a journal or even on your computer. I always recommend handwriting more so than typing because there's a lot more of an emotional attachment to writing by hand. But kind of keep this ongoing letter of, forgiveness to the person. So you 
like I mentioned earlier in my situation with my ex, there were times where all of a sudden I would have this feeling of like, okay, like this doesn't bother me as much anymore and I'd be able to forgive that part. And then it just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper. So start that forgiveness letter. Again, you can read it to a friend. I think that can be really helpful. But again, this is not something that you are doing for your ex that you're going to send your ex or deliver to your ex at any point. Once you have started this letter or finished this letter, I also want you to know that, you know, I I mentioned my story earlier where I had this very instant relief once I was able to get to that point of forgiveness. But it's also super normal to write a letter, forgive the person, and not really feel a big difference right away. It might be something that over time you're like, wow, I haven't been obsessing about my anger towards this person as much, or I'm not thinking about them as much anymore, or I see a photo of them and I'm not filled with these really intense emotions. So it can the benefits of forgiveness can be very subtle and take a little bit more time, or they can be like more of these instant feelings of relief. But whatever way it comes to you, just know that there are going to be huge benefits from going through this process. And then the last thing, and I will say most important thing that I touch on in this episode, is the person that we most often forget or neglect to forgive is ourselves. Not only does having a resentment towards your ex keep them connected to you and make it hard to to move on, having a resentment at yourself towards about something that happened in the relationship or just in the breakup in general, that is going to keep you stuck in pain a lot longer than you need to be. So I went through a process in sobriety where I went through all of the people that I resent in my life. I did this huge inventory and I remember the woman helping me through it said, please, please, please don't forget to write yourself on there. And once I was able to, I wrote down everyone in my life that I resented. And then I finally got to myself and I realized that more than anyone else in my life, I resented myself the most. And there were so many things that I felt guilt, shame about, and that guilt and shame was really preventing me from being in good relationships or thinking highly of myself or having self-esteem. So I needed to get all of those things out on paper of what I didn't, what I didn't like about myself and what I didn't, um, what I really didn't like myself for doing in the past. But once I was able to get that stuff out, I was able to forgive myself. And I, I wrote a letter saying, Dear Kendra, I forgive you. And I listed all of the things I forgave myself for. I still have that letter. And when I'm feeling really down on myself, I wrote that letter almost eight years ago. When I'm feeling down on myself, I pull that letter out and I remind myself all of the things that I was able to let go and forgive myself for because just like I said for other people, I was also doing the very best that I could at that time with my current thinking. So keep that in mind too. I 
really, really think that is one of the biggest things that prevents people from actually being able to heal from a breakup is the resentment towards yourself. So get started on those letters. I can assure you that the discomfort that's going to come from having to go through this process is nothing compared to the relief that it will provide. And if you've had other times in your life where you've been able to really forgive people that have hurt you, think back to how you felt after those times and use that as motivation to go out and forgive your ex and most importantly, to forgive yourself. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to go to healyourbreakupcourse.com and check out the new courses. There is an entire section in the course about forgiveness and I more in-depth walk you through this process. So I will see you guys here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.